Hey guys, welcome to the happy hour. Who doesn't love a good happy hour? I'm coming at you real and unfiltered to talk about self-care, mental health, and life. This podcast is designed to encourage, educate, and uplift each person that listens. I'm coming from both a clinical standpoint and a personal point of view to discuss various matters. The happy hour is here to let each listener know that no matter what you may be going through, you can turn your obstacles into triumphs. So go ahead and like, share, subscribe, follow, do all those great things, but just make sure you also listen. from his and hers uncensored they have a super dope awesome podcast about relationships and they're in a relationship and they just keep it real and raw and just sometimes a little dirty but you know nothing wrong with a little dirty dirty (laughs) the good dirty though not the bad dirty but um so wait um why don't you introduce yourself well my name is Whitney J. On top of being a super awesome mom, I am a blogger. My blog is Whitney J. Speaks. Um, that's on WordPress, as well as a podcast host. Um, I am a therapist. I do some writing for some publications. You know, I'm just all around busy. <laughs> but um, I've known Ashley for some time now. Um, that's my boo, you know. And, uh, we both went through our master's program together. We worked together, um, so we have a pretty close relationship. And I think that pretty much encompasses me. The summary. All but, right, Alshay. What's happening, Ash? How you doing? What up? What up? What up? Uh, all right. So my name Alshay. Uh, the other half of his and hers uncensored. Um, I do, I'm pretty much a photographer, you know, I do security in my day life, uh, well, amateur photographer, let me, uh, let y'all know that, but, uh, it's turning up quick, you know, um, I got a page, I get that at the end, can't really remember it, <laughs> but, um, you know, also podcast host, you know, you know, engineer, uh, I do a few things, like, uh, too many to really list, but, you know, He's just awesome keep dad. up with it. Yeah, my daddy of two, <laughs> of three. <laughs> Who the third person? Oh, y'all nasty. <laughs> it took me a second, but I got it. <laughs> Ding dong. Go ahead, go ahead. I'm ready, I'm ready. Don't start now, Ashley. You know how we go. I know, I know. I'm going to have to tell my mama not to listen to this episode. <laughs> hey, mom. Hey, hey. Tell somebody what not to do. It's turn up. Oh, Lord. So today I want to talk about failed relationships and finding like happiness after failed relationships, um, whether that be happiness with yourself, happiness with somebody else, just happiness in general. So, you know, they all say, um, well, I saw this meme one day that said, if you line up all of your exes in a row, you can see the flow of your mental health. And so when I read that, I was like, oh my God, like, and I sat there and I thought about like my exes and I was like, wow, okay. Cause each one wasn't as bad as the, the one before, but they still had, you know, some things going on and, and thinking about where I was in my life, like, especially like the ones in college or the ones in the military, things like that. I was like, oh yeah, I was really 
what what do you think about that saying if you line up your exes it'll uh show you the flow of your mental health what do you think I, i'm definitely sitting here thinking about that um and i i i would have to agree um for the simple fact i'm thinking about my most recent ex and a lot of the things that I went through with him or he, you know, that I excused or let happen was because I wasn't loving me. So mm-hmm. my self-esteem was like low. Thanks. So I allowed some stuff. So I ain't going to say the bad word. But I allowed some stuff that today Whitney is not okay with. No, I definitely can agree with you on that part, thinking about the self-esteem and and allowing things to happen because sometimes, I mean, I can speak for myself and say sometimes I felt like I didn't deserve something. So I would not necessarily settle, but just think that that was what I was worth. And I equated that, you know, because of my, my, you know, struggle with self-esteem and the things that I've dealt with. So I can definitely agree with that. Ashley, what do you think about that? All right. First, first, repeat the question one more time. I, I got it, but then I was listening to Babe, so... I want to answer the question. Uh, ask the question one more time. So it says, um, well, this it was a meme I saw, and it says, if you line up all of your exes in a row, you can see the flow of your mental health. Meaning, mm-hmm. like, if you were depressed, you could, you could see how that person you were with, or if you were like, just whatever, you could see how your mental health was. Right, right. Um, first, I like the, the meme. Like, that's that's definitely dope. Uh, when you first asked it, I was like, you know what? I don't really see any change, but I do within myself, you know. Um, early on relationships, you know, like the serious ones, I was a, I was a passive aggressive arguer when it came argue work. <laughs> when when it came to women, you know, I was that man. I ain't got time to be arguing with no chick. You know what I'm saying. You know, I was big on that happy wife, happy life, happy girlfriend, happy life, however you want to say it. You know, um, so a lot of arguments that I felt as though wasn't going to lead anywhere. Like, if it's not going to make me better, mature, if it's not going to put money in my pocket, or if it's not going to teach them anything, I'd rather not even have it. So a lot of petty things, I just let slide. But as I got older, I started realizing, you know, lining up the relationships, I start realizing, I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to go for that because this is the outcome of me not doing or saying this. And it just got better and better as I got older. So me and Babe, you know, like, I'm, I'm pretty much like when me and Babe came around, you know, I probably, I think I went through a aha moment of, bro, stop being passive with it and just, you know, address it. You don't have to argue with them, but just address the situation and how you feel. And that's one of the things that allowed me and Babe to really hit our first anniversary with really no issues because we actually communicate our, you know, small things so that they don't become big things, you know? Facts. And happy one-year anniversary. I know you guys just hit that, like, last week, right? About a week and a half ago? Mm-hmm. Somewhere around here? Yeah. Hey, congratulations. Yeah. <laughs> appreciate it. <laughs> Alright, so there was something um, else that I saw, and um, and again, since we talk about mental health on, on happy hour, it said, do people ever really sit down and think, you know, I've been through a lot, maybe I should seek a therapist to help me piece myself back together, instead of putting all my emotional baggage on the person that I'm in a relationship with. And, and you think about that, like me and Whitney both said about self-esteem and things like that, I mean, that has to do with some emotional baggage too, you know, because... 
um, if we struggle with self-esteem, you know, and we bring that into the relationship, sometimes the other person might, you know, sense that and feed on it or just you never know. So, or whether you had mommy issues or daddy issues or whether you, you know, went through trauma like I did, any, any of those things that you have to think about, well, did I ever try to fix myself so I don't damage this next person? What do y'all think about that? I absolutely did that this time around um, because my last relationship was very bad like very toxic traumatizing it was you know very um life changing in the sense that it was detrimental but also a blessing because I did have my daughter um and so I knew that there were some things within me that I had to mend and um I was what 29 28 when I got out of that relationship so I was like okay like it's time to stop playing now it's time to really consider what you want and I went through a, a period of time um I broke up while I was pregnant with my daughter um and it was 18 months I didn't deal with anybody um I just wanted to work on me first I had to adjust emotionally to being a mom like your body goes through so much during pregnancy but think about everything that nine months nine to ten months took to prepare for the birth of the baby and then all of that in the flash when you have a child now everything is trying to change back to normal so I had to deal with that because I wasn't I didn't want to be touched I didn't want to be looked at I didn't want to be talked to so that's something I had to work on then after that I said I gotta love me more how can I expect somebody to love me if I can't set the example for them of how I wanted to be loved so I really had to figure out what I liked and what I wanted and then I made a list and I was very, Ooh, me too, girl. very hesitant to make well, a mine list. Mine was a prayer. Mine was more of a prayer, but yeah. Mine was definitely a prayer because mm-hmm. the list was, I was like, do I really go to God and tell him like what kind of man I want? Because he probably already has figured it out for me. But I must say that after that time of getting to love me and exploring me, my list aligned with what I feel that God agreed for. And mo- the most important thing outside of the list was I said, let me be ready to receive the love that this person has to give me. Because you think about the baggage that you take from a relationship to relationship to relationship. If I bring that to somebody who, who this is it, this is who I'm supposed to be with in this moment. And now I could be my own detriment and do self-sabotage because I am always comparing or always bringing that baggage. So I asked the God, to clear it and cleanse my heart so that I could just even be ready to and willing to accept somebody else's love and um then by chance I met babe and I was like really fighting in the end because I was like god you have to like basically I know I saw that meme where it's like god sometimes gotta come sit on the bed and talk to you mm-hmm. and so sometimes I, they tell you not to try god but I still try and god and I said hey uh, if it's meant to be, Lord, give me a sign, very clear cut, like a slap in my face. And then literally without having a conversation with him, he'll come and say something to me that confirms, oh, I just talked to God about this. And now he's saying what I talked to God about. So I had to put that on my heart to bring it up. So I just feel like it's very important to, you need to be a whole person and mm-hmm. your partner would be a compliment to you, not the necessity or not the completion. Very true. Very true. 
So I know you said, and actually, I do want to get to you, but hold on, I just want to ask her something. I know you said you waited like 18 months um, in between time before you were ever ready to step back out. Do you think there's ever a time that's too soon? Do you feel like, you know, there should be a certain amount of time after you go through a failed relationship or a heartbreak before you start, you know, you know, entertaining us for thought of somebody else? Or like, what do you think about that? Well, both of y'all, what do y'all think about that? I don't think there's a specific time frame. Um, it really depends, like you say, on your mental health, on your state. You know, um, you can, like, I mean, some people, I mean, there, there is a too soon. So let, let me rephrase that. There is too soon. Because if you just got out of a bad relationship, then you jump in a relationship, you haven't dealt with those past issues. You know, like, what if you were the problem? Like, I, like the thing that I realized that during a breakup, um, whether you are right or wrong, you learn stuff about you by talking to other people. You know, because as they talk about their past relationship, you might see stuff that reflect on you, things you did, things you didn't do. And that's, at least for me, that's how I learned more about myself, by people talking about their situation, because it's not directed towards me. A lot of times when things are directed towards you, you take offense to it. You know what I'm saying? So when you hear it about other people, you're like, dang, okay. That's what she was saying, or that's what she was saying. So, yeah, that's how I feel about it. Okay. What? I think it's very much so individualized. 18 months is a long time, but I was not only trying to prepare myself to date, I was trying to be a mom. So, there's no, I don't feel like the type of mom that I was being, I would have time for somebody else because I was a, a very involved, all about Tatum mom. And I am still all about my child. But I've learned to allow people to help me. Yeah. Okay. Now, Shay, back to the what I said before. Do you ever? Do you think people ever sit down and think, you know, I've been through a lot. Maybe I should seek a therapist so I don't bring, you know, this this baggage into this relationship and damage them. What do you feel about that? Um, <clears throat> I think, you know, I'm I'm up and down about that, you know, because one on one hand, I'm like, man, you don't need nobody to help fix you, you know, when it comes to a therapist, you know, some like. Self-checking, self-checking is big. You know, you got to learn how to look at yourself. You know, a lot of people don't want to do that because it's hard when you look at yourself like, yo, you're an a-hole. You know what I'm saying? So you got to learn how to self-check yourself. But at the same time, like I said, I, I'm, I'm kind of on a fence because I did do therapy before, you know, um, and the, the way I fell into therapy is because first I'm a hard worker and this is when I was working in the jail and the jail has a high turnover rate and they work you multiple hours a day you know what I'm saying like like mandatory overtime and stuff so in order to get off of work I had to you know go through the channels see a therapist let them know you know I need a mental health day you know it's just too stressful this is going on so and so within my manipulation of the system I found that I did have issues so and and one of the issues was daddy issues you know because i didn't have a father growing up you know at least a biological father growing up my stepfather came in at uh the age of 12 but by this time i was fully aware of not having a father you know what i'm saying so just because you know you got a stepdad doesn't mean he replaces the dad you know what i'm saying um because that's half of you this is a uh, a person who becomes pretty much a quarter of you because he raises you you know what I'm saying? So, 
when I went, you know, I realized a lot of things that I do as far as women, a lot of things that I do as far as men, I'm saying like, I don't really like men, period. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I tolerate them, you know, I don't trust them. And that's because I didn't have a dad there. You know what I'm saying? All the men in my life were just here and gone, there and gone. So I connected with women a lot more because they have always been a safe haven for me. You know what I'm saying? Uh, all my aunts, you know, then you have girlfriends and then you have female friends. Then I had a sister. And so all these were positive reflections of women and men, you know, uh, in the man world, you're always a gladiator. You know what I'm saying? No matter where you go, it's like, all right, I got to check this dude temperature before I give him my temperature, like what's going on. So you never really get to the real man in any situation. You know said because everybody want to be that alpha male. You know what I'm saying? Now, I don't have an alpha male complex. I am me. You know what I'm saying? But if you want to have that alpha male complex and I feel as though you're trying to force that on me, now I'm going to show you my alpha male. You know what I'm saying? So that's why I'm second to react. But I know that when I react, it's going to be correct. You know what I'm saying? So now you got to uh, keep this persona up because you wanted to be Mr. Alpha male for no reason. Now, I'm going to show you my alpha. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, mental, so therapists do, are needed at times, I guess, depending on the person, but I'm still kind of like, yo, we can fix this on our own. We don't really need to, you know what I'm saying, bring somebody else in here. But okay. but that's the difference between men and women. Very true. You know what I'm saying? Also, you know, with the questions, I'm glad you went to another question before you brought it back to me, because I was like, yo, she be asking this question, but they be long-winded. So I be lost, like, <laughs> Whitney be keeping up. I'm like, yo, like, just ask me the question and let me answer it. I don't need no examples. <laughs> All right, so I have a question for y'all. When and how did y'all meet? When and how? Uh, What'd you say? When and how when did we meet? How did y'all meet? Uh, we was at a swinger club. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, I was on that stripper club. <laughs> I, believe, <laughs> I believe that. I believe that. No, we... I was doing my magic mic. <laughs> we met through someone. Um... I was working at a counseling agency and um, one of the nurses between clients was just speaking to me candidly and was like, you know, uh, you're pretty, you know, you're smart. I think it's time for you to get back out there. Like, why aren't you dating anyone? Like, what's going on with that? Um, So another therapist was walking by. Me and this girl really didn't have a relationship, but we worked together. Um, And she was just kind of like, oh, you're single? I think I have the perfect person for you. And I was like, you don't even really know me. So how do you know what I like? But as I talk myself through these things, when people ask that, I'm like, that had to be like destiny. Like that had to be my prayer being answered because she walked by at the time to hear me say I'm single. And she didn't know anything about what type of guy I liked. Um... I never had a conversation with her about dating anybody. And so she was like, well, I have, I know this guy. Um, he's recently divorced. He has a son. You guys are both involved parents. I think you guys could connect on that. I was like, okay, cool. She was like, but he boring. I was like, I like boring. Um, I would rather have what boring call boring than somebody yeah. who's got to be on the scene all the time. So... Showed me his Instagram, showed him mine. I said, Well, you know, before you try to hook us up, at least gauge if he's even interested. Because if he's not, it's no no point of wasting either one of our time. 
So it took him a couple days to contact me, but he it did. didn't take a couple days. Like this is where the whole thing get like misconstrued because so obviously she told uh, Whitney about me days days before. You know what I'm saying? Actually telling me because when she told me, um, I looked at the picture and contacted her on Instagram immediately. Like you know, okay, oh what's up? Yeah, you know I mean. How you doing? I see your picture. You said you got. I don't even think I said you got nice side. I just said, "Hey, what's up?" You know what I'm saying? And, <laughs> and it went from there. Like the, the day that she told me that she got a friend, I contacted her. You said so. Pretty much, Whitney was like, "Hurry up and like, tell him up. about me." No, I did Hurry not. Up. No, I didn't. I need to know them. No, I, I did not. I did not. But I will say, like, I had like a a schoolgirl moment when um. I saw his DM because I was talking me and another therapist we co-led a substance abuse group and we were getting ready for it and then like I saw um, the um, notification but I checked it like right before I was about to go in group and I was like it's him and she was like okay so what you gonna do <laughs> I was like I don't know <laughs> I said uh, do you supposed to wait like on TV how they like wait to the next day to wait respond? a couple days yeah I was like Oh, um, uh, yeah, um, I think we both brought some baggage into our relationship, you know, um, just because I think everybody brings in baggage from their last relationship because that's their most recent relationship, you know, so rather you're trying to be on eggshells to not do the things that annoyed the last person or you're, uh, trying to compensate for what you did for the last person, you know what I'm saying, so, um, I know my thing was trying to not bring the things that the last person complained about. So I will always say, hey, are you all right with this? Or are you all, all, all right with, with this? You know, like, I was straightforward from the beginning. Like, I do these. I do this. I do this. I do this. I do this. I'm like, I'm not going to, you know, have you uh, find these things out. Things that I like to do, that I do often, that's probably I'm not going to change. I'm saying, I'm 36 years old. I'm saying, I'm probably done changing. Like, you <laughs> I am what you, you know what I'm saying? It is what it is. So, yeah. it's like, um, you know, this is what I do. I'm saying, can you deal with it or can you not? I'm saying, and I told those things in the beginning, you know, and it was something she was doing, whereas though I had to convert her back to her feminine ways, then her have all these masculine attributes because the last Fix person that. she wasn't with didn't do nothing. You know what I'm saying? Facts. Yeah. Nothing, ain't nothing to fix it's, about it. But, um, when he says that, like, I had I had conformed and adjusted to me, just doing me. So, like, you know, I was in the house. I took care of the whole house. So, probably the only thing I wasn't doing was cutting the grass. I don't fix that, though. She can continue to take care of the whole house. <laughs> <laughs> but as far as, like, you know, like, he was adamant about taking out the trash. Like, 
I was like, I got it. And he was like, I'm a whole man. Like we had, I remember this conversation. Like I'm a whole man. I come over here, and you want me to watch you take the trash out. Like that's not gonna happen. And I was just so used to like doing everything by myself that I didn't even realize what I was doing. That was emasculating. Like, but that's the difference between dealing with a boy and a man. Okay. All right, so do you think you guys have grown together? Facts. Absolutely. Definitely did. Definitely did. Like, we just had this conversation yesterday. Like, I told her, you know, like, she, like, we be, like, she was talking about, she was complimenting the things that I do. And she does this daily. You know what I'm saying? Like, she, like, she'll pretty much, you know, when I leave out and go to work, you know, she'll say something like how she appreciate the things that I do and this and that. I'm like, oh, that's what's up, babe. You know I'm saying? Like, she, like, she mad dope with words. So, um, you know, I'll reply back, and then we start getting to things that we do. She said, you know, um, I said, uh, she said, you do a lot of amazing things. I'm like, well, I don't really see the things that I do as being amazing. You know, I just, you know, I just have a, a few talents, and, you know, we were talking about how we uh, both have certain fears that, that held us back in life, and how we're getting over them now, and, you know, I told her, I said, you know, I think I'm getting over them because I'm saying, you make me better. And she said, you know, you make me better. I'm saying, and you know, that's where it went. So we're definitely growing together. And I think that growth comes because we both see the potential. And so we challenge each other. Like one thing that um, some, some projects that I've been working on for a long time, it's like I get to the brink of finishing them, but I know that once I finish them, I, I have to put them out for other people to give their opinions or their judgment or for acceptance. And he's not allowing me to just keep these talents and these things to myself because my goal overall is to put it out there. And so he's challenging me to do those things. And that just takes growth because old me be like, you can't tell me what to do, leave me alone. New me is like, I appreciate it. Yeah. Okay. Um, and so we kind of talked about this a little bit when we talked about bringing baggage into the old relationship. I'm um, talking about, do you notice your faults from your past relationships? So like for me, I can say I, I have a thing about cutting people off when they talk. And I mean, that's just not even just relationship wise, that's life. And it's because I talk really fast and my mind moves really fast. So sometimes when I have a thought pop in my head, I just pop it out. But that was the issue in my last relationship. I would cut them off. I would, um, and it wouldn't be like to be disrespectful or it wouldn't be to be mean or malicious. It's just, that's how I am. And I don't want to say that's how I am because I'm trying to change and grow from that. But that's something that I know that he really didn't appreciate. He felt like it was disrespectful that to him as a man. And, you know, like even my pastor said like, you know, you know, respecting a man and listening to him and not cutting him off and things like that. So I, I noticed those, that, that type of fault. I also noticed that um, like I could be passive aggressive. So that's, you know, those are some of my faults that I noticed that I'm, you know, consciously working on, you know, now for the future. Okay. I know I had that uh, same issue as far as cutting people off. And it's not, and it's not just cutting them off in a conversation. You know, I'm very random. So, uh, we might be having a whole conversation and you know I'm listening to you but you know I'm not looking at you you know I might be looking around like okay listening 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 you know that they say when you take away one sense it enhances your other senses you know so I like yeah I believe in eye contact but sometimes when it's a deep conversation it's getting long you know I want to look away and really think about what you're saying but 
And as I'm thinking about what you're saying, something else might pop in my head that has nothing to do with the conversation. And all I want to do is get it off my tongue. So I would say, mm-hmm. so what I do is I'm like, hey, I'm, I'm listening to you, but I got to say this real fast. You know what I'm saying? And and I knew it was an issue because she said that I did that. I'm, and, I, and I had to explain. And that was one of the past relationships. One of the things that I forgot to tell her that I do. I think I did mention I said, y'all random. I think I did mention it, but it just probably went over her head. But I said, I'm very random. You know, just because I mentioned something about that has nothing to do with the conversation doesn't mean that I'm not listening to our conversation. So, um, so yeah, that's that's definitely something right there. That I'm And I'm still working on that, but I can't help it. I think that's one of them things that I'm just, that I just am. That's why I explain it as I do this, but it doesn't mean that I'm not listening to you. No, yeah. no matter how serious the conversation is, you know, if it's, if it's, if it's constantly going, I'm going to think of something else. Like, all right, you know, uh, it's crazy how that flower grew from the side and all the other ones <laughs> came from the ground. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and stuff like that. And I'm like, you see that? And then I'll jump back into the conversation. It's like taking a break from what we're talking about. You know what I'm saying? And then coming back. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Okay. Um, what do you think causes a relationship to fail? Communication. I definitely agree. I always say communication is key. Yeah. And not um compromising or definitely. understanding the other person. Definitely. Not necessarily changing. Communication, <laughs> compromise, and consideration. I definitely yeah. think those three things matter in a relationship. Um, because you could go through those. And being works. honest, being yes. honest, being honest first. Yeah. Being honest first, like you got to be honest with who you are in order for somebody to accept who you are. If you're not honest about who you are, they don't know who they're accepting. They're accepting this other person that don't carry the same traits. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So if you can, if you accept yourself someone else could accept you but if you're if you're and if you're not confident about who you are you're not going to give that person to that person you're giving them somebody that you're yeah, acting like you're, yeah you know i'm saying so if you once once you be confident in who you are you can give somebody that person to uh uh cherish okay so how long or how hard do you think you should try before giving up so say that like you really want this relationship to work. You really feel like this person's your soulmate. They're supposed to, you're supposed to be with them, and you try your hardest. But sometimes, in, in the situations both people are trying and it doesn't right. work, or one trying and the other person isn't trying, or just how long and how hard do you think you should try before just giving up on the relationship or I, the person? I really feel like it's individualized because you can. There's a difference between feeling like and knowing. Mm-hmm. Like you can feel like something. It's supposed to work. You can feel like, oh, we put this much time in. You can feel like, um, you know, I don't want to have another failure. These are your feelings are fleeting. So in the moment, you can feel like that's who you're supposed to be with. But you know, there's red flags and there's signs. So you know, like if those red flags are like detrimental, then you know that you're not supposed to be with that person. But I've been in a relationship where it was. Uh, a matter of comfortability and I was like uh, dang I gotta start over and get with somebody else and we supposed to be married by now you know like at the moment I felt like it was the right thing to do but I knew for a fact that we weren't meant to be together I wasn't growing in that relationship it was very stagnant we always argued it was very toxic it was 
it was not becoming of who I was. My smile wasn't even the same. But in the moment, I felt like I should try to make this work because I don't want to give up. And I've been with you for a certain amount of years and other people know you. So maybe we should make this work. But once I took my feelings and it, and it seems harsh to say, but once you take the rose colored glasses of feelings off and you look at the reality of it, you Thanks. know whether or not something is supposed to be. Facts, facts, facts. Yeah. Um, you get real shit right there. Right. Um, like you definitely. I mean, I like to say that there is no bad relationship. You know what I'm saying because whatever you like about the person, you still like about the person, or you might not like about the person, which means you never like that about the person. You know what I'm saying you might just not like certain things about the person. I don't know if y'all can catch on to what I was just saying. I know. I you know what I'm saying. Um. So. Um, I believe as long as you can be honest with each other, there is no bad relationship. I don't. I mean, like you, you can make it work if y'all are both willing to make it work. But True. with that being said, if the other person is not willing to make it work, then it's over. You know what I'm saying? Like so, so this bad relationship can be a good relationship because I believe in choices. I don't believe in infatuation and all that other jazz that. Uh, people on TV say makes you know relationships work no I'm making this choice to like you and love you and spend the rest of my life with you you know what I'm saying it ain't no uh, uh, home run grand slam and oh you made me not eat for days it ain't none of that you know what I'm saying it's not that I like you I like the way you look I like the way you talk I like how we compliment each other so let's make this work because you'll always have those attributes I'll always like the way you look. Well, bodies do change, but I'll, you know what I'm saying? But that's something that you need to uh, convey in the beginning. You know, this is what I like. You know what I'm saying? Like, so if you change, yeah. And that's what goes back to, you know, uh, you falling in and out of love, the way you phrased the question before, you know, like just now. Um, but no one's going to love each other the same forever. It changes. You know what I'm like, like me and Babe was talking about, you know, she said some one day you might have to love me 80 and I love you 20. And then the roles might be reversed. But you have to sit there and continue to work on it. Just because I'm loving you 20% don't mean that I don't love you. you yeah. Said, that just means that we need to look at what we're doing that has me at a 20 at, at 20%. You know what I'm saying? Okay. And, and that's what we're doing that has me at 20. Not what I am doing or not what you are doing. Yeah, but why doing. am I not at 50 or 100 percent in love with you? Yeah. You know what I'm saying so as long as you keep that communication open I don't believe there there can be a bad relationship if you respect each other there cannot be a bad relationship you know what I'm saying? true okay and so I definitely agree with all that you said very very true um I have one last question for you guys um so and this is for both of you Al Shay and Wit what did each of you want in a partner compared to what you each provide to one another so what I wanted in a partner was simply that a partnership a compliment um because I knew who I was and I was I was strong and assertive in that like I told you I spent the last 18 months making sure I was that good that girl so I knew me so what I needed was somebody who accepted all of me and everything that I came with that included my child that included my alphaness that included 
my attitude. That included everything. And so what I wanted was a compliment, somebody to be a partnership with, bounce ideas off of, choosing to love me, choosing to be with me, choosing to make it work. Because as he said, you have a choice to to figure out if you want something to work or not. And I think that both people have to make that choice together because if I choose to make it work, but his choice is not to, I'ma just be chasing him and he, he out the door. So that's what I want. I wanted somebody who I could communicate with because I need to be able to verbalize how I feel about something and mm-hmm. you choose to listen and you choose to compromise with me and either change or tell me how I can better fit to our company. And so yeah. I just needed, I needed a lot more maturity than I had experience. And I needed somebody who was very transparent, very open and honest because I didn't want representatives anymore. I was tired of going, dealing with somebody for six months and then all of a sudden the real you came out. And I'm like, what the? What, what yes, I need you, the you you gonna be from the beginning. Don't put on that front. Mm-mm. But nobody, it's really hard for people to do that because like I said earlier, people don't like themselves. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So they try to hide themselves. And they can never get to show the real them. You know what I'm saying? And like, so what you- like the like multimedia media gives you a pipe dream that everybody's trying to live up to. Yeah. But um, with me, what was the question again? She was I was about to ask. So, oh, go ahead. What, what did each of what you wanted in a partner compare to what each of you provide for one another? What's like what? Yeah. So let me let me let me ask, babe. Maybe you can tell me what. Based off what I told you I wanted, what was I providing for you? Um, I don't think, I really don't think it started like that. You know, like, you know, uh, along on how we met was one thing, but there was, uh, there was also, you know, how we attracted each other. You know what I'm saying? Because we, we got introduced by somebody, but the way we attracted each other was all us. You know what I'm saying? Like, she had a very helpful nature. You know what I'm saying? And that's something that I, I appreciate. It's like, wow, it's like she early on, like, you, you really don't know me, but you're willing to, you know, just give me your time. And time is one thing that you can't get back, but she's willing to give me her time and and assist me with the things that I got going on. Um, and so that was one thing. And then it was her drive. You know, I saw the things she was accomplishing and, and the things she wanted to do. And I was like, wow, that is cool. And it and it coincides with the things that I want to do. And the icing on the cake was the things that she was good in were the things that I was not good in. And the things that she was not good in were the things that I was good in. So we fit a puzzle perfectly. You know what I'm saying? That's what, that was, and that was just the foundation. You know what I'm saying? So what built, so what's building the empire, because we're definitely building an empire, was the time that we get to have together and chill and uh, have fun and our kids and you know stuff like that but you know our business mind was the same you know we yeah. just didn't have but we never neither one of us wanted to do it alone you know um, I think I got into that in one of our other podcasts um, you know where uh, um, her that's the one that made me cry probably <laughs> probably you know I think it was miscommunication right yep. Yeah, and, and miscommunication, like, you know, like, I want a partner in life, not somebody that's going to do it by themselves. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So once, so once we 
found that out about each other like and it wasn't said it was you know i'm good at this and i'm good at this like i don't think i've ever been in a relationship where i was like i'm good at this and you're good at this so let's put it together and make that grow i think this is the first time that's ever happened you know so that's what really you know if that answered the question, did it for us. Yes, it, it did. Thank you, guys. You better not be up there crying, actually. You know no, you're white-skinned. You're going to be turning red or whatnot. They, they probably are. <laughs> but no, I thank y'all a little bunch for coming on here. I do want y'all to shout out your, um, or say anything else you want to say, but shout out your social media handle and your your podcast and your blog with me and all that good stuff so people can follow you and, and, and subscribe and listen and read and all that good stuff. I do the straight no chaser. Okay, so make sure you follow us on Instagram <laughs> at his and hers one underscore. That's H-I-S-A-N-D-H-E-R-S one underscore. Mm-hmm. Uh, on Wednesday nights, which is tonight, but you guys won't get this to Friday. Uh, Wednesday nights, we have a straight no chaser live from our Instagram page where we talk about everything straight, no chase, just come real as you are. And we drink, so have a drink with us. Yes. Um, yeah. I'm having y'all a drink now because it's happy hour. <laughs> <laughs> um, my Instagram, uh, I have underscore, underscore, Whitney, W-H-I-T-N-E-Y dot J. And then my blog Instagram is Whitney J Speaks. Um, also check out my blog, Whitney J Speaks dot WordPress dot com. Um. Yeah. And where can they find y'all uh, podcast? Oh, you can find us on Apple, Google, and Spotify, and others. Just others. His <laughs> the others that nobody heard of before we started. Yeah. Pocket yeah, cast. Just, yeah. All that. <laughs> just, just put his and hers uncensored, and we'll pop up. You can Google us. Google me, baby. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Google me, baby. You know what I'm saying? Well, I do. I do want to thank you guys so, so much for coming on. I love y'all's show. Like I said, that one episode had me all tearful and stuff. But y'all are so cute with them juicy wet kisses, y'all. Be <laughs> all but um, thank y'all for uh, coming on again. And thank you guys for listening. Um, I hope you liked it. Um, make sure you follow me and follow them and subscribe to mine and fo- subscribe to theirs. And I'll catch you next week. Peace out. All right, y'all. It's her and sister. I'll see you with you. <laughs> Bye. Hey guys, thanks for listening to Happy Hour. Be sure to go follow me on Facebook at Therapy with Ashley. You can check out my IG at Happy Hour with Ashley, or you can even check out my website www.ashleyjohnsoncounseling.com. Thanks for joining the happy hour. If you want to be a supporter of this podcast with a small monthly donation to help sustain future episodes, click the link under the details or go to anchor.fm slash happy hour with Ashley slash support. And once you're there, you can choose to become a supporter with 99 cent a month, $4.99 a month or $9.99 a month. Again, thank you for joining happy hour. Remember to like, share, subscribe, and make sure you listen.